How are we doing? Are we all right? You as hot as I am right now? <clears throat> I need to calm down a little bit. <clears throat> Again, let me say <clears throat> with sincerity that I appreciate you being here. There's so many things you could do, uh, worthy things, but you're here today, and I don't take that lightly, so thank you. To all of our guests, my name is Jeff. Um, Dwayne lets me speak every now and again. You know, he lets me play a little guitar. He's clearly the boss. But I, I, I am so glad you're here. And if there's any way we can serve you, please let us know. Um, this text I want to speak out of today is weird. I said it, okay? Um, but if you're a student of the Bible, much of the Old Testament is weird. Um, I didn't say boring. Uh, I, it's, it's just a little weird. Um, it, I wrestled with, um, how can I say this? A full disclosure, I'm horrible at speaking on, uh, there's more, don't, don't cut me off that I'm horrible at speaking. Um, I'm horrible at speaking on holidays because I'm usually in another mindset. And I know last week, man, Pastor Dwayne introduced us to a series he and I are working on about kingdom business and church stuff. And can I just say he did an amazing job because he had the, we talk all the time, and if you've, if you've ever been a communicator, you know and, and ever try to teach a series, the, the hardest messages are the first one and the last one, because you don't know how to intro it, because you don't want to go too far, and you don't know how to get out of it. The middle, easy. And he just did an amazing job, and I appreciate him so much for tackling such a difficult subject. Um, and we're going to get to that, but today I felt the Lord leading me to actually speak to moms. Um, and if you're here and you're not a mom, it's all good because last night, I should say this morning, at about 2.30, um, God began to speak to me on this message again and said, you know, these aren't mom principles. These are biblical principles. So I want to speak to two groups of people today. Moms, and anybody that ain't a mom. I cast a wide net when I preach. And this, this passage is probably the last place you'd ever think there would be a Mother's Day message coming out of it. But if you've been here before, if for a minute you know that's kind of how I roll because I try, to, I try to put myself in the scripture and find out what's not being What's not the main emphasis here? So Solomon is asking God for wisdom. And we're going to read 1 Kings 3, 16 through 28. And if you've been, a, if you've been in church before, you, you've probably heard this story. Uh, it, it was him demonstrating incredible wisdom about the two ladies who brought the baby in, right? 
Oh, but there's so much more in here. So I want to encourage those of us who are influencers, whether you're a mom or a woman or a dad or just whatever, I want to encourage us. But I also want to show us today that sometimes some of the problems we have reading the scripture is we, 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 we focus on one primary thing when there's always more going on in his word. Wisdom does come from God, we know that, but I want to focus today on the two women in this story. I don't want to focus on the wise king, not that he isn't worthy of that, but that's not my message today. And I suggest that a good mom is characterized, and a, 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 good, a good influencer, a good dad, is characterized by rising to the occasion. I don't know what your occasion is. I don't, I don't know what it would be for you, but character is demonstrated when the pressure is applied. We know that. I want to see this played out in this passage, if that's okay with you. 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 16 if you have your Bible or your device, pull it out. Uh, if you don't, that's great. I'll, I'll have the uh, verses behind me. I'll be reading out the New Living Translation today because I love the way this plays it out. Sometime later, two prostitutes came to the king to have an argument settled. Pause. Happy Mother's Day. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how to get out of this, Chris. I don't know how to get out of it. I, I mean, it's like... I, I should have went with the King James, I guess, but <laughs> we good, we good. Two prostitutes came to the king to have an argument settled. Please, my Lord, one of them began. This woman and I live in the same house, and I gave birth to a baby while she was with me in the house, and three days later, this woman also had a baby, and we were alone, and there were only two of us in the house, verse 19, but her baby died during the night. Because, I, I, I mean, I, I guess she smothered it. I, I don't know. I mean, this is like true crime stories right here. I don't even know what's happening. Did I say this is weird yet? Cool, 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 cool. Her baby died during the night when she rolled over on it. Verse 20, then she got up in the night and took my son from beside me while I was asleep. And she laid her dead child in my arms and took mine to sleep beside her. I, I need you to stay with me for this Mother's Day message. And in the morning when I tried to nurse my son, he was dead. Well, there's that. But when I looked more closely in the morning light, I saw that it wasn't my son at all. Then the other woman interrupted. It certainly was your son, and the living child is mine. No, the first woman said. The living child is mine, and the dead one is yours. And so they argued back and forth before the king. Then the king said, let me get the facts straight. Both of you claim the living child is yours. Each says that the dead one belongs to the other. All right, bring me a sword. And a sword was brought to the king. And he said, cut the living child in two and give half to one woman and half to the other. Listen, don't, don't book a meeting with me anytime soon because I'm going to pull something like this out of my hat. All right. 
Then the woman who was the real mother of the living child and who loved him very much cried out, Oh no, my Lord, give her the child. Please do not kill him. But the other woman said, All right, all right. He will be neither yours or mine. Divide him between us. Divide him between us. And the king said, Wait, do not kill the child, but give him to the woman who wants him to live, for she is the mother. When all of Israel heard the king's decision, the people were in awe of the king, for they saw the wisdom God had given him for rendering justice. Let me talk to you today that feel like you ain't doing a very good job. Moms, dads, whatever. Let me tell you what I see in this. Number one, if you're taking notes, um, you don't have to be perfect. Thank, thank you. Uh, you don't have to be perfect. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wish more people were on board with me on that because I know I'm not. I so know I'm not. You don't have to be perfect. I'll I'll remind you of a couple of verses we've already read, but just to refresh our memory, 1 Kings 3.16, sometime later to prostitutes. Um, It came to have an argument settled, and one, not that I'm condoning any of the things I'm getting ready to say, but one killed her baby. Oh, I believe it was accidental, but please know that real mothers aren't perfect for a whole lot of reasons, but I believe they are partially not perfect, and dads, you're not perfect either, and that's not me doing this, or I'm not trying to bring some equity to this. I'm just saying that we're not perfect because nobody trained us how to be mom and dad. I mean, can we be honest about it? No, no, nobody, there, I mean, I know that I could pull, a, I could pull a, a preacher line out and say, here's our manual for being a... But nobody gives us a manual to be a, a mom or a dad. At our very best, when we try, we, we can feel like failures. Amen. I'll amen myself on that. Moms in the best of circumstances are not prepared for motherhood. When, when Kim became pregnant with our son Dustin... It, 42 years ago, I, I think, if my math is right, I could be wrong, and I'm not a math major, um, there, were, there, were nat- there were natural questions about our, um, no, my um, readiness to be a parent. Nobody was worried about her, but um, I, I was already working on my music career, and I'm like, okay. Hey, good luck with that, babe. Um, let me know if you need anything. L- looking back on it, um, I, 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 I'm not, and I'm not going to sell her out, but I wasn't ready, and I suggest that probably no one is. Uh, now, now, granted, I was 18, and I remember we had a pet pterodactyl. That's how old I am. Um, <laughs> But, but we have a family now, and we have three kids. We have seven grandkids, and uh, they ain't turning out too bad. Amen? I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, you can talk to me later, but 
But that, that, that's what God does. He, he gives us the wherewithal to accomplish things even when we're not at our best. Um, and I'm thankful for that. And I want to encourage someone today that you don't have to be perfect. Um, you, you, don't, you, you don't, we want to hit all of our marks, I get it, but we don't have to be perfect. And I, I, I already said that um, when, when we opened the service that I, I just dedicated this service to my mama. And she wasn't perfect, she was close, don't mishear me. And you're not allowed to say she was only close, you have to say she was, but you know what, she got so many things right that what she didn't get right didn't matter. And I want, I want you to know, moms, I want you to know, it, it, listen, you're killing it. You're, 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 you're nailing it. And, and whatever it is you need to work on, with God's help, you'll work on it. But you don't have to be perfect. These two moms were so far from perfect, but character rose to the top. When the chips were down, as they say. Um, if we got to be fully experienced for whatever we may encounter, we'll never be ready for anything. Because uh, that would take no faith whatsoever. We can study all that there is to study about being a parent, and the truth will remain that we're just not ready until we're in it. To, 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 to borrow another metaphor from my daddy who, who taught me how to swim by throwing me into our pool. Still a little, still a little salty about that. You can't, you can't learn to swim if, you're, swim if you're not in the water. And you can't learn to be a parent until you're in it. So I just want somebody today to hear that you don't have to be perfect. So if you're trying to be, just stop. Just stop. Be your best. Be your best. Um, sometimes, listen, sometimes we're too hard on moms. I, I don't know who I'm talking to today. Um, you, you guys all know my, my mom's all, man, she's with Jesus, so she's like, we're good. But, but we can be hard on moms. And, and I'm not trying to imply anything that's happened to you as a result of your mother being a good or bad mom. I'm not downplaying that. Um, if, if no one's ever said it, I'm sorry that it happened to you, whatever happened to you. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, I know I didn't do it, but I'm validating you that I get it. I 100% get it. Um, you guys, if you've been here long, you've heard my story already. You, you know what I've endured. But, but no one taught her how to be a mom. And all you know about being a mom was your mom. So some of the best advice I've ever received and tried to give is, if nothing else, learn what not to do. But let your character rise to the top when you're under pressure. We can be hard on moms, but can I tell you that you, if you're a mom, you already know this, so you're like, tell me something I don't know. I came all the way here today. Uh, we can be hard on moms, but we're never going to be as hard on moms as they are on themselves. Yeah. 
the two mothers in our story were definitely not perfect. I mean, they were, I mean, we can start with the fact they're prostitutes, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging them. I mean, the Bible says it, so I mean, I'm not, I'm not labeling them that. But, but, but their, 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 their babies were undoubtedly, and extra biblical writings bear this out, that the babies were probably born under very, you know, it wasn't at church. Uh, you know, some sinful conditions. But, but let's, let's think about the secondary lesson for a moment. Why did Solomon take time to even give these two prostitutes airtime? Why, why did he even give them an opportunity to stand before him? This blows me away. He's the king. You, 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 you got, you're in the story, right? The, the, these were sinful women. Uh, men paid for their services, uh, uh, clearly living out of the Lord's will. And Solomon was concerned about them because he understood that God was concerned about them. And can I tell you, God's concerned about you. The king let them plead their case. And God lets you plead yours. I, I know I say it a lot, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm a simple man, and i got to say that if we'll just be honest with God, tell God how we feel, plead our case, and then leave it with him, we'd be so much happier. Instead of trying to pray the perfect prayer, which I don't even know what that is, I, 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 I know that I don't have to convince you that I stand for moral purity and the Lord stands for moral purity, but can I tell you, that if, if, I, if this was the only passage I had, I want to tell you that I also want to stand for restoration and forgiveness. So regardless of what it is that you drug in here with you, I mean, we didn't see it, but you drug it in because you drag it everywhere you go. You, you drag it to work, you drag it home, you drag it to school, you drag it to the market. Because you, you feel like it's just who you are. It's not who you are. So, so, so I'm never going to define you by what it is you did. I'm, 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 I'm going to rally for your restoration, reconciliation, and forgiveness. So there's no shame. You do not have to be perfect. You do not have to be perfect. I just need somebody to hear that. I don't even know who, but it's heavy on me, Pastor. It's heavy. It's heavy. I feel it. A couple of imperfect moms had access to the king. <laughs> so do you. So do you. You got access to the king. These, they're not living up to God's perfect will for their life. One of them's lying. They're both prostitutes. One of them killed their kid. I mean, I'm going to assume none of you. Maybe I shouldn't. I am at the body dating. <clears throat> There's just no such thing as the perfect mom. Um, 
But, 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 but let me move on. You don't have to be perfect, but um, number two, if you're taking notes, um, you, you, you have to get to know your kids. Oh, listen, listen. Um, you don't have to be perfect, but you can't be absent. I, 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 love, I love this passage right here. Verse 21 through 23 said, in the morning when I tried to nurse my son, he was dead. That's not the part I love. I love this next part. Um, But when I looked more closely in the morning light, I saw that it wasn't my son at all. She looked closely. Oh, listen, 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 listen. listen. We've got to lean in to how God created our children we got to lean into how God created the children here, your neighbor kids that drive you banana cakes. we we got to lean into the way God created them. We don't excuse, I, don't mishear me, but I'm saying my, my, my three kids were, the approach, the approach to the discipline was different for all three because they were all three different. I love that she examined more closely. What do you know? What do you know about the kids you influence? I'm not implying you don't. I'm, 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 just, I'm just asking. She said, I, I saw it wasn't my son at all. Verse 22, then the other woman interrupted. It certainly was your son. You know anybody like this, by the way? Like, seriously? The living child is mine. No, the first woman said, the living child is mine, the dead one is yours. And so they argued back and forth before the king. If I was the king, this would have been the shortest meeting I've ever been in in my life. Verse 23, then the king said, let's get the facts straight. Both of you claim the living child is yours, and each says that the dead one belongs to the other. The one whose character rose to the top knew her child. I love this phrase. I looked more closely in the morning light. The New King James says, I examined him in the morning. She inspected. She looked closely. She went farther than just the surface. She studied. She observed. She lingered. And she got to know her child. And one, when she compared what she saw based on what she knew about the child, she sensed something was wrong. And aren't moms so good at that? Uh, for reals. I mean, they, I, I can be pretty dense. Moms just know. don't know. Maybe that's a gift in the scriptures. It's not listed or it's called something else. I don't know. I just know my mom knew when I was late getting home every single time. In moments when things seem wrong or are concerning about the the, the kids that we influence, I, I, I just believe that good character would call us to inspect or examine the child. 
I'm, I'm not asking you to try to raise someone else's kid, but can we, can we maybe not be too quick to judge them? And, I, and I'm saying this under conviction. Pastor Dwayne and I work with troubled children throughout the week. And I'm saying this under conviction because um, we're getting close to the end of the school year, and we're a little over it. Uh, you can only get cussed out by a kid so many times until <laughs> you kind of you kind of want to just snatch them up, right? <laughs> I wouldn't do that, for, so that you know, I wouldn't do that. Um, that they know of. But here's the thing. Um, I, I say this under conviction because it's real easy for me to, and I've said this to Miss Kim and I feel bad every time I say it, there ain't no hope for this kid. I'll come home and I always ask her, give me one funny story from the bank and they're usually not funny, but, but she, she tries. But... Uh, <laughs> She'll tell me a story, and usually, usually we end up crying together about our stories, but uh, we get closer that way. Uh, but I, and so I'll tell her something about one of the kids, and I'm like, but you know what? I mean, I, look, we can't, we're, we can't even help him. And I feel bad because what I want to do is drill down past a layer or two if I can, if I get the opportunity. I, mean, I know we don't always get that opportunity, but I want to drill down. I, I want to get to know them enough to what, if there's something I can say or even do, it would make a difference. So you don't have to be perfect, but you do got to get to know the ones you influence. Otherwise, we just go from person to person to person to person to person. We throw them some verses. Are you hearing me this morning? We throw them some verses. We, we throw them these, these cliches and these church quotes that I cannot stand. And we just throw them, and, and we're like, there you go. That's all you need. And we walk away, and it's like, no, 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 no. She inspected and examined the child. You don't have to be perfect, but the, the, the unspoken, obvious reality about this revelation is she had to have examined the child before to know there was a difference. See, see that we, I know we read this quick, and it's all about the king, and I get it. Well, the sword is a pretty cool part of it, too, but we, 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 we forget that how could she know that it wasn't the right one if she didn't know it was the wrong one? never too late to start examining. It's never too late to try to understand. The, the, this mom obviously took an early interest in this boy because they, they none were very old. The, the, the kids were not old. Um, but the mom, whose character rose to the top, examined her child. I, 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 I want to go on record saying that a mom, and I know I'm using mom a lot, even though I said this wasn't for moms, but, but a mom never stops being a mom. I, I know that's true for my beautiful wife. She, she's, she never stops being a mom. Couldn't if she tried. 
And dads, I know that we, we couldn't stop being a dad either. I mean, there's days I'd like to clock out, but <laughs> it's not a temporary thing. Um, the content of my mother's scrutiny in my life would change as I got older and went to different stages. Let me say that again. What I'm trying to say politely is, moms, there's a time you've got to get out of her business. Okay? Dads, there's a time you've got to kind of don't give your opinion unless it's asked. I didn't expect an amen. It's all good. Um, <laughs> my mother's scrutiny in my life changed as I got older and went to different stages. But you can believe if she saw me doing something, let me give you an example. Understand my mama was from the South. And where she comes up with some of the things she came up with, I don't know. But I, one of the things I always wanted to do was see how high I could throw my kid and then catch it. Oh, okay. You just turned on me. Come here, Ryan. Let me demonstrate. No, you know, no, 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 please, please. I, it, yes, that's a very bad idea, dear. And I'd be like, woo, woo. And my mom came over one day and looked at me and said, you know you're going to turn his liver over. <laughs> two things. One, what? And two, is that a bad thing? I mean, how bad can that be? You still got one. And she told me never. I mean, she was mad at me. Kim will tell you, never throw that boy up in the air again. And I'm like, but he's just so, he's just so fun. Did I tell you I wasn't prepared to be a dad? Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> and, and, and Candace is like, never watch our kids again. Check. <laughs> She's like, no, it's all good. You can take them home. But, but, but as, as I got older and got to different stages, she wasn't that scrutinizing with my parenting skills. <clears throat> I'm going to say it's because I got better at it. <clears throat> Probably not. However, <laughs> she would connect with me when she needed to because she knew me. That's what I'm saying. Um, she taught me some great things. She taught me about anticipation. Just wait till your dad gets home. She taught me about receiving. You're going to get it when you get home. And I always did. About logic. She taught me about logic because I said so. She taught me about science. If you make that face, it'll stick that way. She taught me how to become an adult. If you don't eat your peas, you'll never grow up. <laughs> she could not be more right, yo. Listen, I, I, I don't eat a lot of veggies. <clears throat> she taught me about genetics. The day she said, you're just like your dad. <laughs> One of the highest compliments I've ever been paid. 
Hey, listen, you don't have to be perfect. But you've got to get to know your kid. The ones you influence, even if they're not living under your roof. Or maybe they, listen, maybe, I, I get it, man. It's 2022. Maybe they don't live under your roof all the time. I get it. Get to know them. No, I mean get to know them. Number three, if you are taking notes, I would suggest that you've got to put your kids before yourself. Can I read 24 through 28? All right, the king said, bring me a sword. So a sword was brought to the king, and he said, cut the living child in two, give half to, the woman, to one woman, half to the other. And the woman who was the real mother of the living child who loved him so very much, cried out, Oh, no, my Lord, give her the child. Please do not kill him. But then there's the other woman. She said, He will be neither yours nor mine. Divide him between us. And the king said, Do not kill the child. Give him to the woman who wants him to live, for she is the mother in all of Israel. Saw the wisdom of this mom. See, I know, I know kids today, and I've been out of the game for a minute. I get it, man. My kids are growing. But, but kids are still kids, and kids are defenseless. They're defenseless. So if we don't put ourselves before them, who will? Who will? We don't have to be perfect. We, we do have to get to know them, but we've got to be able to be selfless to the kids behind us that we influence, whether they are ours or not. We've got to stand up and defend the children because they cannot defend themselves. And I want to be clear about that. It's kind of, I don't, I'm not, I, don't, I, I don't like overstating anything. I don't, I don't like exaggerating unless I'm going for the joke. But it is a, it is a, it's, it's a problem when we put so much emphasis on bearing the child and less emphasis on raising the child. It's kind of like, I, I tell every couple I've ever counseled, Miss Kim and I have ever counseled before, I've had the opportunity to facilitate a wedding for them. It's like, don't put more emphasis on the wedding than you do the marriage. I mean, I get it. I get it. It's your, it's your big day. I mean, I'm, I'm your biggest cheerleader. But it's kind of like, let's, let's keep the main thing. The main thing is, Pastor Tom's already said, when it appeared that this woman's choice was reduced to either giving him up or seeing him destroyed, it was a no-brainer because she put the kid before herself. I would like to just encourage us to do that. See, she stood up when the chips were down. You need to understand that, and as I'm just enveloped by this passage for the last couple of weeks, I, I can't imagine how hard that decision would have been. She was willing to have that young man 
go to save him. Are you, are you, 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 we read this, right? Yes. So it was, he would be destroyed or I got to turn him loose. I don't, I don't know what I would do. I would hope that my character would rise to the top and I'd do the right thing. I, I mean, obviously I wouldn't want the kid to be killed, but I'm saying, do you get, do you, and I know you do, and this is rhetorical, but do you get, do you get the predicament that she's in? And the only reason I bring that up and kind of make too big of a deal about it is because the decisions you have to make are hard. They are not easy. I get it. And sometimes it feels like there's no right answer. That would have been a no-win situation for her. But it was a win situation for little dude. And I know nothing other than I know the other woman's a liar. I know nothing about her character other than that. But she chose the kid over herself. Real moms make mistakes. They're not perfect. I get it. And everything we do comes with a whole lot of uncertainty, man. But there's one thing that is certain. There's a king. That's wise. They needed the king. So do we. So do we. So look, you, you may not have kids under your roof right now. I don't know. But, but you influence somebody. Many of you serve in our children's ministry. You know, you, uh, here, here's a shocker. Listen, they let me serve in children's ministry. Enough said. You're overqualified. You don't have to be perfect to serve there. You don't have to be perfect to be an influencer of the kids you influence. But can I just encourage you, maybe, maybe just get to know one, we've done VBS. This will be our 22nd year we've done VBS here. And um, interestingly enough, I've said the same thing. Every, every time we meet before we, we kick off a night, I say, find one kid. Find one kid. And maybe say something to that kid that he may have never heard in his life. Have a conversation and I know that's hard because they're so loud <laughs> and there's so many kids. But, but get to know. You don't have to be perfect at it. Just get to know. And I, I, I know I'm talking to a group of, of people that are, are caring and giving and selfless. But if there's any area where you need to put a child before yourself, I'm just inviting you to ask Jesus to tell you that. Uh, he's, he's, he's not silent. We're not listening. But I, I, I would just encourage you. Just go in a little deeper. 
I, I didn't say go in harder. You feel me? I, I, I didn't say go in kicking doors down and asking a bunch of crazy questions about, oh, what do you want to do with your life? I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, get to know them. Lean into how God created them. Would you pray with me? I know we talked about two moms that... (laughs) I told you it was a weird passage, and it is. We talked about a couple of moms here that could have used a little guidance. While your, while your heads are bowed, can, can I say something to, to maybe some of you older moms? Hey, if you didn't get it right and you need some, you got to make some apologies, would you make them? No, make them. Own it. No buts, no howevers. No, but your dad's. No, just if you got to do that, do that. But are you helping a mom that's behind you? You're like, man, I made so many mistakes. No, that's beautiful. You know what not to do. Hey, dad's. How are you supporting mother of your kids? You're like, well, you, you, don't, you don't get my situation, so I, that, that's not what I'm asking you. I don't, I don't need a disclaimer. I don't need a caveat. What, what I need is you to ask yourself how you're supporting either the mother of your kids, the future mother of your kids, whatever that looks like in, in your world. I, Because they have those little ears that hear everything. Every day. And I know it comes with a ton of uncertainty. But I mean, something that just has always resonated with me, even as a little kid. was when Jesus hanging on the cross made sure his mama was taken care of. (laughs) I don't know. That just speaks volumes to me. God, we thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to influence young lives. And God, 
I know I'm praying corporately, but I, I want to tell you that I'm so thankful that I didn't have to be perfect. pray we as Christ followers, as adults, we would try to get to know more intimately the ones we influence. And that if there's any area of selfishness in our life, I'm asking you to expose that right now. That we would put them in front of ourselves. Father, I pray for any of us in here that needs to have an audience with the King. Your love says that your kindness draws us to you. That's why your word says that. Your kindness draws us in. And we're all here today breathing your air. Living in your world. And although we got some things behind us that we'd like to cross out. and We like to keep bringing them up because we think they define us. Today I believe you might want to. <laughs> you might want to create a new life today. Speak to us. We listen. So as you're praying, church, if, if, if you're here and, and you know that you need an audience with the king, you know there's something about where you are right now, regardless of what you have done or been, I want you to know that I say on the authority of the word of God standing before you, as your pastor, that God is not mad at you. He's not. And if you want to come to the king, you don't have to come to me. I'm just going to ask you, if you know that relationship is fractured, I don't care I don't care where you go to church. I don't care that your grandfather was a pastor because everybody's grandfather was a pastor. I I, I just want you to know that he's ready to receive you. And if that's you, if that relationship is fractured, I'm just going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm just going to pray. I'm not calling you out. I'm not coming to you. I'm not sending you literature in the mail. I'm not coming to your house. I just want to pray. I just want you to say, yes, I need King Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Church, let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
We ask you to forgive us. We repent. We turn from our sin. We go a different direction than the direction we were going. And we walk with you. But, but, but we need you. We need you to guide us. We can't do this on our own. We're failures without you. So Holy Spirit, come. Fill us. Speak to us. Move in us as we move with you. Thank you. Thank you for forgiving us, for saving us. God, thank you for the amazing women in our life that influence us every single day. Thank you for my mom. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for being here today. It's been a good day. Dwayne didn't preach, so you got out a little early today. Um, no. um, I love you guys. On behalf of Pastor Dwayne and all the pastors here and all the leaders and volunteers, I just want you to know you are why we do this. Um, Wednesday night, 7 p.m., Facebook Live, The Body Dayton. We will be unpacking some more scriptures.